Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Don't raise trade just yet. Sit down and strap in for the Ultimate Super Coach Podcast. It's time to win your leagues and dominate your mates. This is the Jewel Position Podcast, hosted by Whisperer and Adriana Soros. With the power of editing, we're in the same clothes because these all get pre-recorded. We're talking about the... I've North got many Canberra Raiders shirts. I'm just you got me. Oh, you just rotate them. I don't have the same um, notorious Big shirt. Unfortunately, we're talking about the North <laughs> Queensland Cowboys. Probably yeah. the biggest Cinderella story from last year. Really surprised everyone. Uh, I think I tipped them to win the spoon last year. So, so well, so did I. Very good I did stuff a for me. With um, the points per minute, um, the Cowboy. And he was so optimistic that they'd make the eight. But I was like, "You're crazy, bro." Um, <laughs> But he, they, they, he, even he would have been surprised how that went. What a, what a year! You yeah, know? yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah, just, just, yeah. I just, it's hard to explain. Like, I don't really know what what happened. Like, everything just seemed to click. The forward pack was one of the best in the NRL. That was led by Robson, Cotter, Tamalolo. Um, I was very critical of Chad Townsend and Tom Deeden pairing in the halves because I thought they were just too similar of a player. Um, yeah. I was also super critical of not starting Scott Drinkwater, so I was happy that Drinky came out well. But yeah, Deeden was sensational. Um, yeah. But probably He's a good coach, um, Todd Payton, old oh, yeah. Canberra boy, Tigers boy, Canberra boy, Tigers boy. Uh, yeah. Oh, he was a Tigers he, he was boy. A Tigers too. boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Premiership winner. Um, great teams. Uh, but he's a good coach. Uh, I really, I think they did well. I think they'll. They've got a good roster. It's a good roster. But uh, they were headlined by former New York Jets running back Valentine Holmes. Uh, he was he was you know absolutely sensational. Having a centre wing with uh, the floor that he has, with the goal kicking and the upside that he has, is sensational. I am never a fan of paying top dollar for centre wings with guys I don't think are keepers. And look, I don't think Val is a keeper. I think he's a guy that you will trade out. However. The Cowboys have been absolutely kissed on the dick when it comes to when it comes to their draw. I think the first eight weeks are sensational, and a lot of people are targeting Val because they want that big, big upside in points. Seven hundred and twenty-five k, Ado. It's yep. a pretty penny, but you can get behind it. Uh, I can get behind it because I mean you're going to take probably certain places in your team where you're taking a premium, and there's other places in your team where you're going to say oh, I'm going to go cut price. I personally am going cut price in the centers myself. But if you're going to treat yourself to an expensive center winger, is there anyone better with their draw to start with than mm. Val? Who, how, how did the coach know that he was going to be such a great center? He went and played like an absolute boss in origin in the centers as well. He is, and the speed and the elusiveness, the goal kicking is sensational. Um, I complained about him a lot for super coach scoring, but I'm going to want to slice a Val at some point um, this year, probably in finishing teams, you know, that's how good he is. Uh, If you're going, if you're going to spend up in the centers, it's him at all for me. uh, And I love him. I'm definitely getting FOMO uh, when it comes to Val. I don't have him in my team. I think he's been in my team once and that was just a rough draft. 
Um, but yeah, not having Val is definitely scaring me because I just think he could be huge. Yep. Same same with Reese Robson. I've gone away from the expensive hookers and I've gone a little bit cheaper. But Reese Robson, I think if you can't find the cash for Grant, I just I think the price difference between Grant and Robson isn't going to be reflective of the points difference. Do I think Grant outscores Robson? Yes, yes, obviously. Do I think it's enough to justify the price that they're starting with? Probably not. And I, I really like Robson to be the, the, the second best hooker for the first eight to ten weeks. 678K. Um, I just, yeah, he was he was great last year, just consistent. I don't care if Jake Granville gets named at 14. I think Robson's a big minute hooker. Even if he does get spelled, I think it's maybe for seven to ten minutes a game, which isn't going to be huge. Uh, if you can't find the cash for Grant, I really love the Robson pick. Yep. If you're not going midi, you're going Robson. And if you're not going Robson, you're going you're to treat yourself in that area and go Grant. He he is such an absolute weapon of a player. I can't believe St. George let him go. What the hell is St. George doing? He's such a great hooker. And I finished with him last year. I, I loved having him in my team. Um, I've gone a little cheaper now because I once I pulled Harry. But... Even what you can save from Harry Grant down to Reese Robson, it's a difference between getting a Garner up to a Angus Crichton. Yeah. You know, like that's that's changeable stuff in your team. And that's the so, thing. When, when you look at it that way, if you look at it on paper and say, who's going to score more points out of Garner and Grant or Cotter and Crichton? That's the way I would look at it. I wouldn't look at it like, oh, but Grant's better than Robson. Yeah, but Crichton's just leaps and bounds better than Garner. So I would look at it in a holistic approach rather than just... Yep. On face well, value, score thirty more than um, Garner probably, and Robson might be ten points behind yeah. Harry to start for that nice early draw. As you said, they're kissed on the dick. So, um, if you need to make a saving somewhere, I really think you could do a hell of a lot worse than Reese Robson. And I'm not going to say a nasty word about him. He was such a great hooker. I I loved the purchase. I had him last year, and I just ran home with Harry Grant and Reese Robson. Um, I love him. You finished with Reese Robson, a Cowboys hooker in your squad. I also finished with a Cowboys hooker last year in my squad. Unfortunately, Ruben Cotter doesn't have that hooker duel this year, but, you know, he was sensational. I think coming off that injury, played himself back into form at the back end of last year. NRL Physio has said he's not too worried about performance from Cotter moving forward. Six hundred. He's got such a deep voice, <laughs> Cotter, when you talk to him. He's like... Oh, love it, mate. I'll just go out there and just run run my guts out. He's, he's a very... Just love, I just a, love rugby league, go. He's He is the definition of, like, a regional Queensland rugby league player, isn't he's he? man. He's um, a bloody man. Yeah, why is he not second row forward? I mean, I, I think he will. I, I think that it, they'll probably go with... I think he's better at 13. So he should be second row forward, front row. Because I think Lolo probably... He's getting into the age group where he should be in the front row. Maybe they'll change that because they are they doing updates again this year every seven rounds or whatever they do. Yeah, yeah, I still think I still think after six rounds they'll get updated. Um, it's just weird because they were naming Lolo at you know thirteen playing at prop and it would throw Cotter out. There was inconsistencies last year with the updates. They were saying Cotter was only playing because of um, you know injuries and whatnot. I, I don't understand. Hopefully it's a little bit more clearer this year. But at six hundred and twenty three k, Ruben Cotter only available in front row forward. Is that a damper? Well, is that a dampener, or are you still keen? No. Well, you see, the thing is that for everyone, we lost IPAP. We've lost an IPAP, so we lost IPAP. Now we're going to have to find replacements. If it wasn't um, Joseph Tappany, it's going to be Cotter. It's going to be Joseph Tappany, Cotter, or Tino for me. If you want to go a premium front row, I'm not for that. I'm going. I think there's too much savings in the front row. 
But if you're going to go a premium, surely Reese Robson's in the top three that you choose. Well, that's the thing. When it comes to price, people in a similar mould, you know, Tohu Harris, Joe Offerhand, Gowie, Josh Papali'i, like, I just think Ruben Cotter is so clear here. The question becomes for... I think he can grow this year. I really think he he was probably hampered a little bit by the injury last year. And I, I remember you owning him going, oh, you know, is, is Cotter a good purchase? And he was pumping out solid numbers, but then he kind of just... Yeah, he was, he, he was getting kind of frustrating because it was just 60 and that was kind of it. Yeah, um, it was a 60 to sort of average. and then But, I mean, he... If he stays fit, I really think he'll average 70-plus this year. Well, that's the thing. Uh, for 40k more, you can get Payne Haas for an extra... I'd rather him than Payne Haas. Okay, for for an extra for an extra 80k, you get Joe Tarpany. Do you think there's 80k difference in Cottage to Tarpany? No. Well, there, there's your answer. Draw. If, if I was going to choose... If I was going in my team now and I was choosing between Tarpany or... Um, or Cotter, I'd probably take Cotter. Because Tuppany, we just want to see, can he do the replicate? Last year was pretty... You know, we say Tommy Turbo had that year where he lists the Deli M. I think Tuppany's year last year was like that. Yeah. He didn't... It was, it, was, it was of that same sort of, you know, level. And I, I don't know if he influence, can Influence, influence to a team. he is talented. Influence hey? to a team, I'd say. Yeah, influence yeah. to a team and just bossing the game. Bossing any opposition. Um, I don't know. Tuppany, I think, will still kick on this year, and he is a premium front row. On the draw, I'd probably be all over Ruben Cotter to start um, and save the 80K. 80K can pump nicely into your team. I reckon he'll probably average at least the same as Tuppany to start. Tuppany will start slow like he did last year, and he, he built into it. Spicy, spicy. Um, spicy. Normally, we go from guns to bums. Now, this week... Well, I've well, got this, an in-betweener. This episode, we've got an in-betweener, and it's Jeremiah Nanai. Now, I am... I've seen him in so many sides because yeah. of the attacking up. So I'm not, I'm not, team. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I just, I'm a big believer in the second year syndrome. And I know it's his third year, but his second full season. I'm just not a fan at 660K. Yeah. Look, the thing is they've got a nice draw. And if you think that he's going to score tries in the first seven, Nathan says to me, eight games go uh, are going to be done. He'll probably score eight tries. Oh, but That's like, very possible. The, the thing is now, though, like, every team knows he can score tries, so every team's just going to fucking target him, and I just don't yeah, they see... They don't target him. They, they just can't compete with him in the air. But I, I, want, I, I put a note on mine because he was an in-between, because when I had a look at him, the average was only 62. Yeah, I just think I think it's because, obviously, we went on that massive okay. run. Like, I, start, I started with him, and, like, I remember in the preseason, I don't want to toot my own horn, but it was Nenai or Luki, and I was very much on the Nenai train. I just thought he was a much better footy player. And everyone was like, no, Luki's the better footy player, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, obviously, I, I, obviously I benefited because of Nenai's breakout. But looking at net now this year, I'm just not keen. I'm just not keen for 660. Yep. I'd rather... I think Lukey is still the better player. Well, maybe not the better player, but Lukey is a bloody good player. He he came when he before he got injured. Lukey was looking absolutely terrific. But uh, look, I just think Jeremiah and I just start six fifty nine. I'm calling, surprised I'm calling him a him trap. And, um, Angus, who you just know is going to be seventy plus a game. Uh, I will pull it up for you, but yeah, my bold call is uh, Nenai will be a trap uh, for the you know early trap. period. So are you saying he'll be under sixty? Uh... I I wouldn't be surprised to see him lose 60k. Um, for an extra 30k, you can get Crichton. Yeah, I would absolutely go Angus. For an extra 20k, you can get Fafita, who was yeah, shocking. I'd prefer both of those to start. Uh, even though it's a soft draw, like when Fafita goes large, he goes 150, and Angus will score you 70 plus every week. 
And I don't think Nanai is going to do that. He relies on the tries. But the and thing if you're is, a though, believer that he'll get the tries. The tries that he, the tries that he rely on, are fucking from kicks. So he doesn't get the line break. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, but and that's why he's averaging a sixty-two last year. Oh, so, yeah. um, I just think you know to start the year, if you're if you're picking um, Nanai as your premium second row, if you're gonna, that's where you're going your premium. That's a mistake. I just reckon you go for feeder. You get yourself a feeder. You get yourself an Angus. I'm going Ham Murray. Jeremiah Nanai, trap. Scott Drinkwater. Scott Scott Drinkwater, also trap. I'm calling. I've got him in the bums. I'm calling the trap. Are you? Yeah, I'm just. I'm not keen. I'm not keen. I just think. I just think he's priced at at his max. Um, Mm. Look, last year was great because he was available at five eight. But like, if you do, you think people are thinking? You know the. I don't know. Like, I keep hearing this great draw narrative from from people that are picking Cowboys. But like, how many people can score points? Like, not everyone can have an inflated ten point average. I, and I just don't yeah. see Drinkwater matching his seven forty seven price tag. Um, yeah. I think I think Teddy versing the Dolphins in round one is just far superior for a captaincy choice. I think Latrell over the first six weeks averages more. I it's a hard draw for them, but we know he's 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 matchup proof. And the difference between Latrell and Scott Drinkwater is Latrell doesn't have really a low one in him, which Drinkwater does. The thing, so, the thing with the, like Latrell is, I remember a game vividly because I captained him, and after twenty eight minutes, he was on twelve points. At half time, he was on one hundred and thirty two. So he scored one hundred and twenty points in twelve minutes, something like that, ridiculous. And I just, I remember back. Please, if you're listening, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, listeners out there. I remember a game where Scott Drinkwater had four try assists and didn't crack a hundred. <laughs> yeah, I just don't see the. I just don't see it, and I, I can understand why he people. He was terrific last year. Oh, don't get me wrong, but that's I, why he's got the price tag. I think the value presented it at being dual, and I just don't see him matching up with the other elite fullbacks. Uh, uh, the big sticking point, and the thing that is in, in his favour, is he doesn't have a buy early on, and I, I know a lot of the other elite fullbacks do. But yep. I just think you are paying through the nose for a guy who is not a keeper. I'm happy to pay through the nose for Latrell. I'm happy to pay through the through the nose for Teddy because they're probably going to be there all season long. Yep. But Scott, what, Scott Drinkwater, what, 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 mm. um, what what fullbacks are fullbacks that you are willing to consider? For round one. For round he's one? not in there? He's not in there. No, he's not. For, for round one, it's boring, but there's only two names. Yeah. And and it's it's not Scott Drinkwater. It's, it's you know, it's just not. And I I can see why. And, and I, I'm probably going to cop a lot of heat from this because he is quite highly owned uh, amongst the hardcore players because Sorry, of the, the draw. Yeah, I just, look, I really want you guys to do well. I just don't think it's going to be with Scott Drinkwater in, in your team. <laughs> what do you what do you yeah. think? I went on a rant for about two minutes on Scott Drink. What do you what do you think? Yeah, I think he's just probably priced at his max. It, it, it is a soft draw, and it's not to say that Scott Drinkwater's not talented enough to match what he did last year, but he is a little flighty for a fullback. If if you know what I mean, he's flighty. I mean, we're talking about Latrell and we're saying he's not, but he was consistently 80 plus in a lot of games and he kicks the goals. Um yeah, I just think the the fullbacks I'm considering are Teddy, Turbo, perhaps if he comes back healthy, and Latrell. I don't think I want to go there with um, Drinkwater. If he was there in 5'8", let, let's just say um, he was available in 5'8", oh, I wouldn't start I, with I don't, him I don't have this year, conversation. but I would target him. Yeah. Oh, hot take, if Pap's out for a month, I'd rather just take a punt on Nick Meany. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Meany. 
I think we'll have to look at the old Melbourne Storm. I think I've got him in the bums. Oh! But, um, yeah, I've got Drinkwater in the bums just because he's high-priced and, I don't know, he's a little fleety yet. I just think um, maybe there's a little regression. And you'll probably get him down. I can see Drinkwater getting down to 500. Scott, Scott Drinkwater will definitely be a guy that I own throughout the buys. I can 100% see it from now, um, but I just don't think from round one. Nor can I see Tom Dearden, uh, available at 5.8 only. Oh, what a season he had. Uh, he comes in at 612k, but for me, he ain't no Adam Dewey. He ain't no Matt Burton. He ain't no Dylan Brown. And he ain't no Cam Munster. No, he's not. And he was good last year at a point, wasn't he? He was probably... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What everyone says when I with me and my girlfriend, I'm batting overs. Um, he was batting overs last year, and, and he's got a bit of talent, but I think Chad Townsend was the perfect buy. We were all criticising it, and it really unlocked him to just play with freedom, I think you'll probably play with freedom this year as well, but there's just too much you can do in the 5'8 position this year. I don't think Dewey's too much more expensive. No. I, I think Dewey might have found his way into my team. Um, so, you know, I just um, – I think there's better options to start the year. Isn't it weird that we're, like, poo-pooing so many t- um, Cowboys? But, but we love them. Oh, really we, didn't say where we, get, we, we didn't say where they're going to finish. Uh, you've got them in fourth. I've got them in sixth. So, still, Yeah, you've got them in sixth. We still- I've got them in fourth. I think they get – look uh, – they actually had some injury troubles last year with Ruben Cotter. You know, Lolo wasn't in every game. Um, you know, they lost the – they got ACLs. How – is Luciano going to get back in that? Oh, uh, let's – because, honestly, if Luciano was available from round one, it would be in my side. Uh, no question about it. But I'm just not too sure. No, you love a bit of Luch. Oh, I love Luch. Love Luch. Um, hey, talk to me about Jason Tamalolo because you've got him as a bum. I'm very yep. much indifferent. I just don't care about Lolo anymore. I just I miss 2018, 2019, Jason Tamalolo. Yeah, he's not as damaging. I think the p- torch has been passed to these Ruben Cotters, these Nanais, these Lukies, you know, and if, if uh, Luch gets his way back into the team, I think Lolo now is an elder statesman. I think he's more propish, don't you reckon? He just runs – he runs these – he runs fast. He's got great footwork at the, late at the line – I reckon he suits being a front rower, personally. Yeah. That's my opinion. I reckon you know, Cotter's got a bit of ball play in him from his hooker days. And I reckon he's more of a front rower. Look, um, I owned Lolo last year, and, I, and he was good. I think he had to take some... His minutes went all over the place, didn't he? Some When he was needed, he stood up. And when he wasn't needed, he dropped right back. And I feel like if all of them go in fit to start the year, maybe... AKA um, Josh Papali'i for the Raiders, he just takes a backward step when he can and conserves himself for the big games. And then they showed that they would do that with him. So he is so unreliable for as a pick now because they will rest him. They will sit him when they can. Oh, because he can be so damaging in short spells. And Todd Payton does keep him on ice um, while the, while the likes of Ruben Cotter just churn through work all game. So with the back rowers for the Cowboys, Luciano, who knows what's happening? Uh, Helam Lukey is not going to be ready for you know the first five six weeks. 
yep. what's going to happen with uh, Cohen Hess. Is he going to play edge? Hey, Jack Gasecki. I don't think I'd, I ever thought I'd the be. So, I don't think I'd ever be talking about the goals. But little stat for you: when he played over, when he has played over sixty minutes, averages a handy fifty points a game. Now, look, not setting the world on fire, Big Jack. But if we can get fifty points a game out of a bloke at two hundred and forty k. Hey, you could do do worse things. I'm not saying he's going to start, but if he did manage to jag the edge for a month or you know six weeks, yeah. if Luciano yeah. stood down or Luki's still recovering, yeah. you could do worse oh, than Jack does. Yeah, well, see, that's my thing. I've got him in there. You have to put him in there because they've got Luki out, Luciano's out. If if they just picked him to start and in the second row, he probably gets enough minutes for him to be better than. If you've got Ray Stone in your team, the Goz is better if he starts. I would I would I would also back that. I would back Goz yep. over Ray Stone if he started. If he started, so if he's a benchy, don't touch him because I don't think there's enough minutes there. Probably, um, no. but I I think it might be some of the names I've mentioned there in the bounce backs because they have got some talented players, uh, but. Strange things have happened. And if he does run out in round one in the second row, I could dump a Ray Stone type player um, oh. for him because he's just like, all right, well, they've gone with the Goz. All in on the Goz. Yeah, he could be at <laughs> 50 minutes. Hell. And maybe we get him up to 400. Um, look, he's at the right price. If you can get a start, like we all love Hopgood because he's a starter, we think, in the 13 at, at that price. So if someone starts, no, we said don't be obsessed with starts and bench. Uh, but if you run on in that team, I think there's going to be a lot of middles moving around and the the edge edge back rowers are probably going to get pretty good minutes. We've touched on Lukey, not an option for the first couple of weeks, but talented footy player. Um, 451k, probably drop in price a little bit. You know, if he picks up form, could get a start to be in our sides for the back end. Murray Talangi, I'm a huge fan of, of this. I just think that if you do want a piece of the Cowboys back line and you don't have the money, I think Talangi could be that guy. Um just had flashes of brilliance last year. I owned him in draft and was just a consistent 50-point scorer. You're just banking on the fact he's going to have an uptick in performance, but 578K, I think I'd be happy to gamble on that with the draw. Um, yeah, big, yeah, I like him. As, I've liked him since the, the first, his first game. I really have. I've talked to other people and they're like, oh, yeah, he looks the likely customer. I think he's grown. He's played a bit of rep footy now as well with his country. Uh, I think that this year he could be a, ta- a real target for them. You know, like he's relatively tall. He's a big body. I'm not saying Tupu t- sort of height, but I think physically he's he's a he's an who is it from the um, Knights that's come on that winger Greg Mazu Dom Young. Oh yeah, Dom Young. You know, he's he's in that same sort of Dom Young shape. Yeah, just a big ball runner, big body, big yeah, physical, big body. yeah, so, big physical. Kid. Uh, I like him. Um, you know, if you can't afford. A Val, and you want to someone's people are going to want to slice the Cowboys. I love Talon. You can do a hell of a lot worse than um, Murray Tulag. And we'll quickly touch on Griffin Neem. Uh, front row forward, three hundred and sixty-eight k. I think he's progressing really, really well. I think he yes. is. He's he looks really, really good. He looks like your typical North Queensland front row forward. Just yep. plugs through work. I expect Griffin Neem to become a household name at the end of the season. Um, really, really like him. Yeah, I'm the same. Uh, he's just a good, honest footy player who gives it his all when he goes out there and he wrestles in every tackle and he, he never sort of drops off a tackle. He's a hard worker. Um, I really like him. Uh, I don't know if you can find three, you know, it, would you, you wouldn't start him as your. No, no, he, 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 he's not finding a way into my side, but um, you know, if anything happens and he does pick up minutes, definitely yep. he's, he's uh, I don't know. Reminds me of Tom Flegler a little bit. Yeah. He, he's a more normal, non-psychotic Tom Flegler. Yes. 
Well, that's going to wrap up the mighty North Queensland Cowboys. Tomorrow, yep. we are going to bring you the Melbourne Storm headlined by a big foursome in the gun category. I'm sure you guys know who we're talking about, but we'll uncover those. Eliminated by the Raiders last year, by the <laughs> way, just to let you know. They're our bunnies. We'll uncover those guns. There's also a few uh, you know, sneaky little mid-range options we can touch on with the Storm. But sit tight. Tomorrow, we'll be back to, dis- to discuss all them, if I can speak. Ado, we'll speak then. No worries. Love you guys. See you soon. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 